Do not let your hearts be troubled. Anyone here this morning with a troubled heart? I've had conversations with some of you this week whose hearts were more than troubled. I might venture to guess they were actually broken. Friends have lost precious loved ones and are now trying to figure out how to take the next step forward. Some are troubled by physical pain and their emotional well-being is wobbly at best. Trying to keep our children and those we love safe, that can be troubling when we don't always have control over that. A loss of a job and the heart becomes troubled as to how to keep the electricity on or even the roof over your family's head and food on the table. Decisions that are being made in the best interest of some, but not all, can be troubling to say the least. Human beings who we find sleeping outside in our own church courtyard, heartbreaking. Insurance companies refusing to pay for medicine, medical care, and much-needed long-term nursing home facilities. Troubling. So if I am being honest, I would have a hard time believing you if you said that absolutely nothing is troubling your heart this morning. In fact, if I continue being honest, I think it is safe to say that we are in a season of transition here at Church of Reconciliation that many are finding troubling. Why did Rev. Judy have to leave us? Why is Rev. Josh leaving us? Who will be the interim rector? What about a permanent rector? What does that process look like and how long will it take? Who will lead our weekly Bible study or hike club or young adults group? And what about our children, youth, and family ministry? How will that stay alive and well until a new leader is hired? Who will step up and volunteer to help while we wait for these new ministry leaders? In the midst of our troubled hearts, we, like Philip from our gospel reading this morning, might even be tempted to cry out, Lord, show us God in the midst of this trouble, and we will be content. But would that be the truth? Would we be satisfied and content if only we could see God right now? The words of Jesus that are meant to comfort say, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me, Jesus. If I am being real with you all, even when my heart is troubled, I do believe in God and I do believe in Jesus, but that doesn't always magically make my troubles go away. So where might we find this seemingly elusive hope, comfort, dare I say contentedness for our troubled hearts? As we join the disciples this morning in the midst of their troubled hearts, they are completely panicking and freaking out too because Jesus had been discussing his departure. Prior to our reading this morning, Peter offered to lay down his life for Jesus, and then we hear Thomas ask Jesus where he's even going, and Philip wants to skip Jesus altogether and just wants to see God. 
Jesus responds by talking about a house with many rooms. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. Although I might not completely understand all of these words, I can appreciate how they might have been comforting to the disciples at the time. Okay, Jesus, so you're going away, but you will be back and take me with you. Cool. My guess is that they assumed this would all happen sooner versus later. However, I have to wonder how we might find comfort in these words today, knowing what we know. Sure, we too can find comfort if we think that one day in the far-off future, we will be with God in a place that has been prepared just for us. Awesome. But how does that help me today? Smack dab in the middle of my troubled heart. How does that help me with the loss of a loved one, or the loss of a job, or in the middle of the uncertainties of this world? For me, I have always considered these dwelling places, these rooms, to be literal locations in heaven. But what if we allowed ourselves to wonder if instead of actual locations, these rooms were a metaphor for the close relationships that we have built with God and Jesus and now one another? Knowing that God is right here and has plenty of room for you and all that troubles you can be quite comforting. Just like we as a church community are right here for one another. And there is plenty of room for you and all that troubles you. What a comfort it would be to know that we are truly never alone. We are in this together. The relationships we have built with God and Jesus will always continue, just like the relationships we have built with one another. Yes, things might look a little different, but we as a church family are always here for one another, through the ups and the downs, and no one is forgotten. And with the gift of the Holy Spirit, we know that God dwells so closely within us, and we in God. And that can bring great comfort to our troubled hearts. These relationships with God, Jesus, and each other, they are home. A place of safety and security, a place that promotes creativity and growth, a place that encourages the deepening of relationships, a place that allows you to be your true self, a place that nurtures us on every level, a place that nourishes our soul, a place of comfort. Sounds a lot like Church of Reconciliation to me. I believe that this is the message of hope and comfort for any troubled hearts this morning. The person to your right and to your left 
and in front of you and behind you and all around you. Let them in. Let them bring you comfort. Let their words and works walk alongside of you. Verse 12 says, The one who believes in Jesus will do the works that he does, and in fact will do greater works than these. Does that challenge you? Does that challenge me to work to build these relationships with folks? Maybe. Especially during this time of transition and change. Because these words and works that we do in order to be present to others serve as proof that we are connected to God and Jesus and one another. Are you, am I, having trouble finding room in our heart that can be a safe space for others to find peace? Are you, am I, having trouble sharing our troubles with others or even seeing God in the midst of the troubles? You wouldn't be alone because it's not always easy. Sometimes folks are not ready to see or hear what God has to say through another person quite yet. Think about poor Stephen from the Acts reading this morning. Sometimes we are not ready to see or hear these things ourselves. And if we don't want to hear something, chances are good that we will close our ears and choose not to listen. Drown out the truth with the noises in this world that distract us from the comfort of God's love through Jesus and one another. When hearts are troubled, will you cling to the words of 1 Peter chapter 2, which says, Come to him, a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house, a sanctuary vibrant with life, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You are God's own people in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Live like Jesus. Love like Jesus. Comfort like Jesus. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in Jesus. Build many dwelling places with rooms to spare within you. Just like the disciples were troubled or fearful about the future, we will overcome by abiding in the presence of Jesus and one another. Psalm 31 says, In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. Let your face shine upon your servant and save me in your steadfast love. 
Will we ask this of one another, I wonder? Will we reach out in love to help those who are troubled? How about those who are fearful and maybe anxious? God is right here and has room for you, but are you looking in the right direction? Maybe the eyes of God are to the right of you and the left of you and in front of you and in back of you. Jesus says that we can ask for anything in his name and he will do it. But are we asking? Sometimes, sometimes our greatest growth can occur during our greatest struggles. Amen.